Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lock Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to Leading Life Large with your host, Rob Braun. Are you living a life other than completely fulfilled in business, romance, finances, and more? Maybe a life without real purpose or direction? Let Rob shine the light where you need it most. He will push and challenge you, motivate and inspire you, and most importantly, cheer you on to success. So lean in, tune in, and enjoy your time with Rob Braun and Leading Life Large. Good morning and welcome to Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun and it is Monday, January 28th, nearly one five one full month into our new year. So uh, I hope that's exciting for you and it may also be a little painful for you because you may not have the momentum or uh, however farther along you want to be in your endeavors that you're shooting for this year. So whatever that is for you. So so it, it's a it's a uh, an opportunity for us to take a look at how are we do it. It really is an opportunity for us to take a look at: Am I on track? Am I making movement toward? Am I sticking to the goals? Am I sticking with you know we called resolutions, resolved to to do something different for ourselves, or are is that beginning to start to wane? Is the motivation starting to wane a bit? Is the enthusiasm and maybe have you forgotten why you're doing what you're doing? So this is that grand grand opportunity. Check in to see how we're doing. So for you, I hope you're having terrific successes out there. Uh, I recently just finished a program with a group that was uh, doing a program called 90 to 13 for success. Phenomenal, phenomenal group of people. Uh, We had an incredible celebration this past Saturday evening and launched them into some uh, some incredible endeavors, what they're going after this year. Uh, You know, the, the selfish part of me knows that I get so much from watching them, listening to them. Uh, I found myself being inspired by what they're going after, and it re-inspires me. I mean, we all need it. I don't care how uh, well-versed we are in success or how well-versed we are in getting what we're going after. We all need people around us to inspire us, to motivate us, to remind us of why we're doing what we're doing. And this group that um, we got to launch uh, into the stratosphere this Saturday evening, and, and we literally did do a launch. We had uh, one of our members who um, brought some pyrotechnics, and we got to have some fun with that as well. So it was a great, great time. So, so it just it, – it, my energy is really up and still going from then, and um, my you – know, even though that was Saturday evening, uh, what I was able to accomplish yesterday and this morning already, uh, it, it's phenomenal. I've had – I just had a busy brain, a, a busy creative self really going for it. And so as we move into today's show, what I, the, the title of today's show, um, uh, The Boy, The Girl, No Longer. Um, that, that topic, if you will, was inspired, if you will, by a trip that I took recently. 
Um, before I even talk about my trip, you know, for many of us, um, as we were growing up, we, we got messages. Uh, we got messages from our parents. We got them from our family, our society, maybe other siblings, that um, there were things about us that, that either didn't quite measure up or um, didn't seem like we had permission to be fully who we were. Now, I believe that we were born that. We, we came to the planet gifted and, um, and alive and spiritual and fearless, if you will. Uh, and then we got taught to be afraid. We got taught that who we were somehow was not okay. We got taught we were not acceptable. We got taught to how to be small boys and girls. We really did. We learned how to be that. And we were programmed severely, severely, to the point that most of us, with the exception of that rare, rare child out there we call the resilient child, and there are plenty out there, the rest of us were impacted by that. And the rest of us went into adulthood as boys and girls, emotionally, psychically, maybe some other ways as well. So we came into the world still reacting and responding from that small place of that boy and the girl that, like children are, like children learn to be afraid. And I know for many of you out there right now, and maybe for you personally who I'm talking to, you're still afraid. I have spent a good part of my adult life, I'm 50, and most of my adult years were spent being afraid. I was afraid. I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of Excuse me, I was choked on that. I was afraid of failing, afraid of succeeding, afraid of not pleasing, afraid of doing the wrong thing, afraid of the work that it would take, afraid of not living up to yours or my expectations, afraid to try new things, afraid of what I might discover about myself, afraid to feel, afraid not to feel, afraid of most everything. Now, as adults, we learn to compensate. We learn to make it look like we're not afraid. And one of the ways that I did, now it might be different for you, but one of the ways that I did was I would access some of that uh, adolescent energy. So rather than let you know that I was afraid, what I would do is I would act out in an adolescent way. I call adolescent today. But I would act out with anger, act out with arrogance, act out with the things that I would do to help get you to get away and to create some safety for me. Now, it can be different for, for everyone. We could act out by withdrawing. We could act out by, or protect ourselves, protect ourselves by withdrawing, or protect ourselves by pushing out, protect ourselves by always trying to please everybody all the time, protect ourselves by doing the right thing according to others, protect ourselves by doing what others expect us to do and have them be pleased with us. These are all ways that we learned how to cope as a child, and we carry those on into adulthood. And you have done this, and I have done this, and we do this. Now, obviously, we can't go back and we can't undo or recreate or have what's called a corrective experience. We, we might be able to do to have a corrective experience, but we can't go back and undo what happened. We can't go back and undo the messages we can't change the people that gave them to us. Whether it was covert or overt, somehow we got the messages that it was an unsafe world and we needed to change being who it is that we are in order to survive. 
And we did that. We did that in, in really well, actually. And for that, you ought to acknowledge yourself. You learned how to survive. You got yourself to where you are right now with the survival skills. And imagine, imagine this. We go into adulthood with childlike survival skills, still emotionally and psychically the boy and the girl, and we learn how to integrate ourselves into the adult world and get by and get along. We make it, right? That's incredible. And, and I don't say that tongue-in-cheek. I mean that. That's incredible. Those survival skills, those mechanisms that help protect us and keep us safe, we have used and done very, very well to keep us safe. And you and I both know that safety is the way to mediocrity. Safety is the way to average. Safety is the way to just getting by. Safety actually is a way to pain. And you know it and I know the pain that we feel when we see what we want we're going after out there and we know that we're playing it safe. Most of us have evolved enough to know there's books out there, there's movies out there, there's all kinds of things out there, messages that others have given to us that help to shine a light on the part of us that is playing small. Marion Williamson uh, speech that she wrote for Nelson Mandela, the, um, um, I can't remember how, well, it begins as, um, oh, I forget how it begins, but the idea is she says that, you know, how dare we be small? You know, we are not here to be small. In fact, oh, it, it starts off with, um, it's not our smallness that scares us, it's our bigness. It's not failure that scares us, it's our, it's our success that scares us. We are not here to be small. And yet what we did was we played small so that we could be okay and others would be okay around us. Then she goes on to say in this is, your smallness does not serve anybody. Your staying the boy or the girl does not serve anyone. And that's something I lived with for a long time, being the boy, trying to be the man in the world, but inside feeling the boy, being afraid of being rejected, being afraid of what others might say if I got too big being afraid of what might happen if I go for something and don't succeed at it. How am I going to pick myself back up? So I played small. Didn't know that I was. I didn't know that's what was driving me to play small, but I knew I wasn't playing big enough. I knew that. So the trip I took. Uh, about, it's been about two weeks now, two weeks, week and a half. Um, I was going to go see a friend, or I planned to go see a friend out in Tucson. Um, he's a great, great friend of mine, George, and, and uh, he, uh, he had a meeting going on, and he's got a movement that he's uh, a political movement, if you will, uh, that's interesting, that's innovative, that is, uh, pushes up against the, the systems that we have in place today. And uh, it was it's fascinating. And, of course, I, I love being with him, and I love being around the people that were like-minded, like-spirited. It was a great, great event. So that was part of my trip, and that he said, since I was that far, that I would go ahead and continue on with my trip and drive up to go see my dad who lives in Farmington, New Mexico. And, and there, was a, there was a lot behind that trip. One of them was that I haven't seen my dad in 19 years, long time, I know. And there was reason for that. Um, I, I would love to be able to just blame it all on him and say he was not a good person. But the truth is, yeah, there were things that about him when I was a boy that he was not a good person. And I also played my own part in that in, in keeping the distance and if you will, holding him hostage to some degree to who it was um, that he was when I was a boy. Now, we've been talking the past few years, but there was no plan to go see him, and I decided there was time to do that. Uh, I believed that the reason I was going out there was 
I wasn't sure he was going to be on the planet much longer. Had no idea really, you know, what shape or condition he was really in. Um, he's in his seventies, so you know, um, his life is is not done. But I don't know how much more he's got, and I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss that opportunity. So I went out to go see him, and I do remember my wife saying to me, you know, what are you hoping to be able to get from him? And it was real clear that I didn't need anything from him. I wanted to know where he was at. I wanted to be able to see him. I wanted him to be able to see me without apology. And I didn't have any expectations. I mean, I really had no expectations. Um, there was a part of me that had some fear about what he might look physically if, because uh, I remember him, you know, being my age and being strong and virile and, and, and you know, that kind of powerful that I saw him as a boy. Uh, so I wasn't sure what I was going to go into. And outside of that, I really had no expectations because of who I know that I have become today. And so I went to go see him and had a wonderful time, spent time with him, with his wife. They both look great. So they look like they're going to be around for a long time, and I'm glad of that. I really am glad of that. And the thing that I did not know that I was going to experience, that I did that I want to share with you, was that from the moment I saw him, the entire time that I was with him, to the time that I left, and made my drive back, which, by the way, I had a wonderful drive back where I just got to be in my thoughts for 12 hours. And uh, no radio, no distractions, just me. Looking at my life, looking at that relationship and every other relationship and everything that I'm going forward in. So the entire time I was aware, and I was aware from the beginning all the way to the end, and I never once felt like the boy. And that was and is significant. I don't know, I didn't anticipate what I was going to be feeling, but I was so aware that I did not want to feel like I was the boy. I knew I was the man in my father's presence. At no time did I feel small. At no time did I back when he questioned something. At no time was I apologetic for believing in a certain way as we began to talk about and share something. And we even talked about some tough subjects. Um, we didn't go all the way into, in fact, we didn't talk a lot about my childhood and all of that. It wasn't necessary. And there might be a time for that. Um, but, he, but he's no longer that, that influence on, on that part of my life. And we, we talked about some politics and talked about, you know, the way of life. And he lived in New Mexico, so it's a very blue-collar, hardworking there and a very, very different world from where I come from. And, and the other thing that I also got from him that I was not expecting was an acknowledgement of who it is that I've become and the successes that I've had and what it is that I do. Even though there's a part of him still doesn't fully understand what I do, and that was okay. The, the important piece in all of this for you and for me is that I felt no longer the boy. Now, the truth is, and the truth has been for many, many years, the truth is I am no longer the boy. But it has taken this work that I share with you and that I guided my group that just went through this program, and I started another one a couple of weeks ago for another group, and I'll be continuing to do this, I'm, I am there to help support you to no longer be the boy and the girl. And it's interesting that there, there may for me be a new framework in some of the workshops and some of the coaching that I do. And not that we'll call it no longer the boy or the girl, but, but there's got to be that component of it, that it's important that we arrive that you arrive as the full, powerful woman or the full, full, powerful man that you are, that you are no longer the girl, no longer the boy, 
in relationship to either your parents, your siblings, your business colleagues, the people you interact with every day, maybe even your spouse. Because I certainly know as a young man, I certainly did marry my mother, marry my father. I was attracted to that. It was a piece I still needed to work through in many ways. You have done the same thing as well. And what that might even this moment, you might go, aha, that explains why that one didn't work out or why I felt this when I was with that person. So my invitation for you this week is to explore your life, as I ask every week, and to take a look at where it is that you still feel yourself the boy or you still feel yourself the girl where you're still responding to others from that small place. And whenever you feel fear, chances are behind that fear, you're a scared little girl or a scared little boy. just hasn't figured out yet and hasn't realized yet how powerful you are, how capable and able you are to deal with whatever situation that you no longer, no longer respond to the father or the mother or whoever it was in your life that that society and, and situations represents for you when you're feeling that way. So pay attention to it. And, and what this is going to do is it's going to open up some work for you, and please, please include me in any way that I can support you in this. Identify where it is you're still feeling scared, when you still don't show up as that full, powerful, beautiful exotic woman, that powerful, um, manly man, without apology, without apology. And it's not about bowling people over and controlling others. And I use this all the time when I'm out training and coaching. It's not about power over others. It's about power within. I didn't need the power over my dad. I had power within. I was a man showing up. Didn't need to prove a thing to him. Didn't need to show him anything. Didn't need to be anything for him other than my powerful, beautiful self. Now, he may not have accepted that. That could have happened also, and that would have been okay. Not my deal, his deal. Same thing with you. Where is it in your life that you're still feeling afraid, still feeling small, still the boy or the girl? And it's time for you to start doing the work around those messages, and if you are claiming that masculine, that feminine, that you are, that is beautiful, that is powerful, that womanly woman and that manly man that this world needs and needs for you to go share your gifts with. So your work this week is to explore yourself, explore where it is you're still being the boy and the girl. And by the way, I'm not talking about that part of you that still knows how to play, if you've ever figured that one out again, that is able to beat a little boy and a little girl and just be frivolous and pay. Uh, and play and not wonder who's gonna, who's not going to be okay with it. That part of it you want to embrace. But I'm talking about the part that you learn how to be scared and learn how to protect yourself and learn how to react and respond to the world that would keep you safe. It's time to get unsafe again. And I want to help guide you through that. So, so do that work. Begin to start asking yourself and identify those. And let me let you know also that I will be having another program beginning in February that, if you will, is going to be simply just my next program, um, uh, 90 to Success. Um, what I intend on doing is I intend on having uh, these groups going throughout the year because I, I, 
I don't want people to have to wait another 90 days for this one to wrap up, and, and we can do concurrent programs. I want to be able to help as many people as I can to be able to get to um, that the piece we're talking about right here and way beyond. This is just one little piece. So your work this week is to to take a look at where it is and pay attention to where you feel the fear of the boy and the girl and start paying attention to that part that's showing up and to start taking a look at how it is now that you can start showing up as a man or a woman without apology, without apology. Now, this is big, serious work, so what I also invite you to do is have someone have your go-to person to build about some of this stuff off of, whether it's a mentor, a guide, a family member that you really trust, a best friend, if you need to, um, which I encourage it may be time for you to do, is to hire a coach. Hire someone that can help guide you through these kind of processes. So whatever that is for you, don't do it by yourself. Engage someone else. Let someone else know. If you want to use me, include me. You're welcome to email me. You've got my phone numbers there. Contact me. Allow me to be a part of it. I'll help guide you through this. And it may just be you want to be a part of my 90-day program where we actually dive into that stuff and we help you to be able to get to that place where you are feeling that powerful self that you are and, and having success with it as well. So two things you're always going to hear from me. This life, this life you're living right now is your only one. This one time is the only time you're going to be on the planet this time. So you need to begin today. And the other is that tomorrow is not promised. Begin today to start taking a look at those times when you're still feeling and acting from that place of the boy and the girl and not that powerful man or woman that you are. So with that, much success to you this week. And remember, pay attention to that party that's feeling small and afraid. I wish you much success. I look forward to tuning in with you next week to your success this week. Bye-bye now. Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.